Hey everybody, welcome to the Greg and Dave Show, episode 34. Boy, that's Dave, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's working, he's got a serious job, serious clients, people to protect, cyberspace stuff, man, very hush-hush. But seriously, he does uh, have a decent job, so he's got to do that. So, just me, but hey, it goes by faster this way, doesn't it? All right, uh, just a few announcements. Don't forget to reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com. The Greg and letter N Dave Show at Outlook.com. Also, for those of you to watch this on Rumble, first I want to say thank you. And then, second, I want to apologize that I don't get the video uploaded as quickly as the audio because I got really sucky internet. I live far away from the main street so i don't have cable anyway it's a it sucks so it does take all night to upload a video even even when i compress it down to like 540 you know it records in like 1080 but i compress it down to make it take up less space make it go faster but it still sucks so i want i want to apologize for that not getting done or updated more promptly but I want to show you guys this video. Oh, yeah. The other thing I kind of want to say is I know that I hopefully you just watch this show or listen to the show because it's a little different, different twist on politics and Christianity, which you really don't hear a lot about, at least I'm, in my opinion. You don't hear about them mixing together. So we're not always we're definitely not latest, greatest, top of the news, this just in kind of kind of stuff. Um, but the stuff we do bring, try to be try to be stuff that's off the beaten path. But then again, also maybe there's a topic we're covering like COVID where, you know, you've heard it before, but we're just kind of hammering it down because you never know when somebody's going to check it out and they may be just joining for the first time. But check check this video out. All right. This is like, this is pretty bit, pretty wicked here. Did you see that explosion? That was like intense. That was a serious, uh, serious bomb. There's this Chloe barking in the background. Kind of echoing. Then here's a different uh, house. I mean, the magnitude, I guess it's a shockwave is what's like, whoa. I mean, that's intense. Of course, Chloe barking is annoying. But... And then you can see a lot of the damage there. Anyway, whoa. Uh, so that that's not news, like recent news, but this is just somebody's neighborhood. And this thing goes off. And let's see, I don't even know if I have it in here. Oh, yeah, I do. So first, let me just, you saw the video, so let me read about it, the news on it. Uh, this is from Just the News. Uh, five people, including child, killed in a western Pennsylvania home explosion by Madeline Hubbard, August 14th. Five people, including an adolescent, died this past weekend in a home explosion in western Pennsylvania, according to authorities. The explosion destroyed three structures, damaged at least a dozen others, and injured three people, officials said. First responders reported that people were trapped under debris and a home was leveled by the explosion. Two other houses were engulfed in an inferno. At least 18 fire departments worked together to extinguish the fires. Like a four-alarm four fire 
What what is 18 fire departments called? Okay, so with that article, with saw the video, listen to the article. Listen to this. Philadelphia team plotted terror attack with Al Qaeda affiliate. Authorities say this is just the news by Ben Whedon on August 14th. Authorities have arrested a Philadelphia teenager whom they said had access to firearms, was building a bomb, and had begun coordinating a terrorist attack with an Al-Qaeda affiliate organization. The unnamed 70-year-old was allegedly working with Qadabat al-Tawhid while Jihad Fox News reported. The State Department labeled the group a specially designated global terrorist, SDGT, organization in 22. It primarily operates in Syria, but has been identified as the culprit behind terror attacks in Russia and Kyrgyzstan. There's a few more things to that article, but what I wanted to tie those, the reason I wanted to tie those together is because, I mean, who knows, right? We, we live in a neighborhood. We don't really know everybody in the neighborhood. And then kaboom. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying in any way that this explosion and this teenager are at all related, but it's, it's happening somewhere. There's somebody, somebody's neighborhood and somebody's house, somebody's working on a bomb somewhere. And it exploded. And when you see that video, I mean, the fire is intense. The explosion is intense. The shockwave is intense. Anyway, it's just like, whoa, folks, you got to be, you got to just be awake. I mean, you got to keep your head on a swivel. I know that's kind of a silly military thing to say, but. Seriously, you got to be attentive to what is going on around you. I mean, just like, well, we always say this in the martial arts, but remember in the Batman movie with Christian Bale, the first one, Batman Begins, I think it was, you know, mind your surroundings, maintain awareness. I mean, seriously, you got to get your heads, our heads, out of the phones and iPads and whatevers and be up and looking and just paying attention. I mean, you it could save your life. Maybe you could help save someone else's life. Laugh if you want, but I mean, seriously, we need to be better prepared. Um, so this next one is from the Daily Signal, the Barack Obama cover-up. Some of this you already know about. This is uh, Ben Shapiro, a contributing author, August 10th. It says that a tablet was uh, released a fascinating conversation with historian David Garrow, is the unauthorized biographer of former President Barack Obama, titled Rising Star. So based on all the news coverage of Obama, you would think that this book would have been a hit because you know how they worship him, but it wasn't. It was released in 2017 and it underperformed, according to this article. The entire press apparatus has been dedicated since at least 2008 to uh, covering up Obama or protecting Obama from all possible damage. Obama's first autobiography, quote unquote, Dreams of My Father, told a story about how he broke up from a white girlfriend in his Chicago years over her failure to understand his desire for racial solidarity with black America. Well, in Garrow's book... The couple broke out, broke up because Obama refused to disown black anti-Semitism. Obama wrote letters, quote, repeatedly fantasizing about making love to men, close quote. Now, we did talk about that. That's all part of it. Biden's closest aides are Obama's 
closest political allies. Obama resides in Washington, D.C., which is unheard of. And, I, and if you've been a news junkie for a while, you've heard this before. Rush talked about it, and a lot of people talked about an ex-president doesn't hang around after they leave office. So, yeah, he's hanging around. Uh, the policy for him is also the policy for Biden. So there's, of course, the talk about the shadow government, and that's kind of what a lot of people believe that Obama's running that. Anyway, uh, Garrett concludes about Obama, quote, he has no interest in building the Democrat Party as an institution. I think that's obvious, and I don't think he had any truly deep, meaningful policy commitments other than the need to feel and to be perceived as victorious, as triumphant, close quote. That kind of sounds like the Obama we know, right? Kind of arrogant. Uh, let's see, this next one, The Daily Signal. Unmitigating disaster. Lawmakers call for school choice after students soil themselves stuck on bus buses for six hours. This is by to Tony Kennett, August 11th. So I don't know if you heard about this. A dozen Kentucky legislators are calling for a complete overhaul in state education after a transportation nightmare on the first day of school stranded hundreds of Louisville students on buses until 10 p.m. Wednesday. Controversial computer program Alpha Route was designed to remap an already lengthy bus route for the school district's short-staffed bus team. The superintendent, Martin Polio, bragged that students wouldn't wait, quote, for more than an hour, close quote. More than an hour? Man, I, when I was, there's no way I'd wait for an hour at a bus stop, whether it was to be picked up or dropped up. Oh, my gosh. I, that's insane. Anyway, Alpha Route uh, previously had botched mapping of school bus routes in Columbus, Ohio. So this is not something unknown to them. Uh, quote, with kids stuck on the bus for over six hours, several ended up soiling themselves. One elementary student who didn't speak English was dropped off at the wrong stop. And he was seven or eight years old. Close quote. Whenever Democrats are in charge, people can't see this more clearly. Whenever Democrats are in charge, then it's just a big crap show. So the 12 members of the state Senate and House wrote an open letter to Jefferson County parents and teachers, students, taxpayers, demanding immediate change. With these four key changes that they specifically pointed out, give all students, quote, the right to attend their neighborhood schools, close quote. Uh, number two, set up commission. Set up a commission to evaluate breaking up Jefferson County public schools. Uh, currently serves 96,000 students. Number three, elect new members to the Jefferson County Board of Education. Number four, ask voters on the 2024 ballot whether the state constitution should be amended to provide universal school choice. I don't I mean, six hours and you're not even going to let them like go to the bathroom? Oh my gosh. Anyway, the school board, he said, was focused on state legislation SB 150 to protect parental rights during implementation of school policies. Quote, in the last few weeks, the board had several special sessions to circumvent SB 150 when they should have been using that time to solve the bus crisis. The board wasn't focused on transportation. This didn't come out of nowhere. This was one of the most predictable problems in history, close quote. 
So this is from one of the 12 members of the state senate. The Jefferson County Board of Education held these quote-unquote special sessions after SB 150 passed, but had no special or emergency sessions to address the school system's bus driver shortage or complaints from the driver's union. So it goes on to talk about how uh, like over 80 bus drivers just quit because of the BS they're going to deal with. Anyway, you just when are people going to realize that Demon crap policies are bad for free people. Bad for a free people. Judges ordering airlines lawyers to take religious liberty sensitivity training sends left into tailspin. That's clever, isn't it? Airlines, tailspin. Anyway, Nicole Russell, Daily Signal, August 11th. One of the left's favorite things to advocate for is diversity and inclusion training. It's celebrated and even revered, and it's demanded on social media, in workplaces, at corporations, and with education, educational institutions. Take the Monday ruling of a federal judge in Texas who, while issuing sanctions in an employment case, ordered three lawyers for Southwest Airlines to take religious liberty training from the Alliance Defending Freedom a conservative nonprofit law firm that specializes in First Amendment law. Uh, so what is that called? You know, the taste of your own medicine? Libs fussing to us about taking sensitivity training, but then when they are asked to do it. Uh. All right, this next one, Epic Times by Siamak Karami and Sophie Lee, August 12th, Green Energy's Cost. California's wildlife pay the price. Oh, but we we love the earth and we love the animals. Maybe not so much. Let me just pull out a couple of snippets from here. While the push for green energy is aimed at staving the planet from climate change, it comes at the expense of endangering groups of wild animals, especially birds. Quote, in the name of green energy, we're sacrificing wild wildlife species because of the power mandates we're unable to enforce, close quote, Mr. Baker said in a recent episode on Epic TV's California Insider. John Baker is a now-retired assistant chief over a 30-year career with the Department of Conservancy. Quote, I don't think they have thought what that cost is to us as Californians and to the environment as a whole, close quote. Do they ever think about the cost? I mean, they just kind of like tell you to do it, and you're supposed to do it, and you're supposed to like it. Uh, eagles, hawks, falcons being killed with wind turbines. Also, there's been fatalities of predatory birds, or they're just saying that though fatalities of predatory birds seemed few among all birds killed by turbines, the numbers are significant due to their slow reproductive nature. Quote, there are millions of finches out there, but there are not millions of golden eagles out there. Close quote. According to a 21 article, American Bird Conservancy says that 681,000 birds are being killed in the U.S. each year by wind turbines. We love the animals. Also, there's data from the 2012 through 2014 this is where this data analysis comes from, so it's probably worse now. It's probably well over 681,000. 
He says that there's a similar problem with the solar farms, and I know that we've talked about this in the past. Shiny panels look as like pools of water, and they crash to their death or they get burned up by uh, getting too close. Remember that? The extreme heat from these panels can instantly incinerate birds that fly too close. Solar farms have caused other land species like desert tortoises and bighorn sheep to lose their habitat and migration corridor. Green energy. I wonder what it will take for people to go, wait a minute. They don't really care about the environment. California could resort to using electric cars to charge its struggling power grid. By Just the News, Addison Smith, August 13th. The state of California, which has struggled to reconcile its aggressive, quote-unquote, green energy agenda against its unreliable and blackout-prone power grid, may have an admittedly, quote-unquote, unconventional solution thanks to a proposal from Pacific Gas and Electric Company, PG&E, electric cars to charge the power grid. They say that these uh, electric vehicles or EVs are going to act as power grid backup generators. Mm-hmm. California led the nation in power outages last year with 142 major events because the state has notoriously high energy costs with some reportedly paying triple the providing cost. Three utility companies have proposed charging residents based on income rather than energy consumption. Hmm. What does that sound like? Oh, you make too much money. You can be billed more to help offset those who don't make as much money but perhaps consume more energy. This is sad. Blindside NFL star alleges family never adopted him, made millions off lies. Have you guys heard this? August 14th, Just the News, Ben Whedon. Former, former NFL player Michael Orr, known for inspiring the hit film The Blindside, has alleged that the Tui family that supposedly adopted him never did so and merely claimed such to profit off the story. Orr filed his claims on Monday in the probate court of Shelby County, Tennessee, ESPN reported, asserting that Sean and Leanne Tui tricked him into making them his conservators, a status they used to strike deals that resulted in the blindside's production and their receipt of millions, none of which went to him. So that... As from what I understand, not true because I'm told that, or I've seen other articles that talk about this when Mr. Orr wrote a biography. He says straight up in there what the relationship was that it wasn't adopted. And nowhere in the movie does it say that they adopted him. And also, I've heard that Mr. Tui, actually, they just split the money with him. So, I think it's just sick. I mean, wow. You have Capra Dick claiming abusive parents or whatever. I mean, remember the old days? It's an old, 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 ancient, historic saying, you don't bite the hand that feeds you? Nah. Not anymore. Border agencies enough lethal drugs this fiscal year to kill more than six billion People. That's a B for billion, like uh, Carl Sagan. Billions and billions of stars. Just the News by Bethany Blankley, August 14th. The amount of lethal doses they've seized of fentanyl, methamphetamine, and cocaine are enough to kill the U.S. population 19 times. 
22,000 pounds of fentanyl. They also seized 175,000 pounds of methamphetamine and over 70,000 pounds of cocaine. Can, Can we just ponder that amount for a bit? Right. Isn't 2,000 pounds a ton? <laughs> oh, wow, dude. That's a lot of drugs. These amounts are greater than what was seized in all of fiscal year 22. Last fall, the DEA issued a public safety alert stating six out of every 10 fentanyl-laced fake prescription pills its experts analyzed in 22 contain a potentially lethal dose an increase from four out of ten pills tested in 21. Man, that's that's messed up. Some of us, if you're not paying attention, may may hear this news about people overdosing and think, oh well, they're just they're just druggies, so you know, no big loss. But I mean, that right there, six out of ten fentanyl-laced fake prescription pills contained uh, a lethal dose. So if you just get a prescription for pain meds, I mean, I guess, is it like the lottery, you know? Those are the odds. You might get a lethal dose. Everything bad happens when Democrats are in charge. All right. Daily Signal. Who will say no more to the current madness? Victor Davis Hanson. Mr. VDH. August 14th. Britain slept in the 1930s as an inevitable war with Hitler loomed. The Biden administration has utterly destroyed the southern border and immigration law with it. Biden green-lighted 7 million illegal aliens swarming into the U.S. without legal sanction or rudimentary audit. China spies inside and over the U.S. without impunity. Biden printed $4 trillion at exactly the wrong time of soaring post-COVID-19 consumer demand and supply shortages. No wonder he birthed the worst inflation in 40 years. Four zero years. Interest rates tripled, gas prices doubled. You know all this. And now our military is thousands of recruits short and it lacks sufficient munitions and I would say adequate leadership because it's so woke that's uh I don't know man that just sucks anyway uh that's the last article but I just want to remind you guys that if you don't have a solid foundation in Christ this stuff may get to you I mean to be honest with it it gets to me not in a sense where I'm living in fear, but it just kind of makes me angry at the unchecked injustice going on. Injustice of any kind always makes me ill, to put it mildly. So what's your rock? What's your foundation? What's your navigation through these times of tumult? Mm-hmm. Get a dog, my service dog, my Chloe, and the gym. Now, seriously... God. God is the rock. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for sharing us, letting others know about us. Continue to reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com. The Greg Letter and Dave Show at Outlook.com. Until next time.
stay safe. And remember, I love you, man.